0: Hello, and welcome to episode six of the Twisted Stitches podcast. We're your hosts, Twee and Kimberly, and today we're recording on Saturday, November 15th, 2014.
1: You today, I'm good. How are you? Pretty good. Happy, Happy Saturday! Saturday. Yay. Yay! I love the weekend. I love the weekend. Saturdays are best. Saturdays are best, especially. I was out, like, so I'm switching jobs at the moment. So I took off Thursday, Yay. Friday. Yay! I Before know. I started a new job. I was super jealous. So I've got a four day weekend. So I'm actually, it's Saturday again, but it feels like it's been Saturday <laughs> like the last couple days. Hopefully that means you got a lot of stuff done. Yeah, I've gotten, dude, I've gotten a lot of stuff done, actually. That's good. Yeah, it was really good. Very productive. Very good. Way more productive than I probably would be on a normal weekend. Man, I sometimes imagine what it would be
0: like if I didn't have a daytime job and could just knit when I wanted to. There'd be a
1: lot of knitting, I think. And reading. Yeah. Watching TV. Cooking. Cooking, baking. You know. I think, I think probably helping animals and (laughs) doing volunteer work and stuff. So if anyone wants to actually support us while we do these things... Yeah, we're totally for that. Give us a call. I was telling my husband, I was telling Muffin the other day, I said, you know, I could really get used to being a lady of leisure. Yes. Yeah, he kind of gave me this look like, yeah, that, that's, that's, that's not possible. <laughs> Dang. The girl shut like, down. Shut down. Burn. That's a burn. burn.
0: <laughs> well, since you had a little more time to knit this week than me,
1: you want to start uh, with it? I did. Um, so I'm still, sorry guys, I'm still working on the double deco shop. All. Um Me but too. yeah, it's, it's like the
0: never-ending shawl. Yes, um, it, the knit-along officially actually ended on November
1: 12th, so not that long ago, and um, yeah. I'm nowhere close to being done how far are you now um i'm on the second phase of wing two so i've gone back to wing two okay. so you go one wing one wing two wing one wing two but i'm feeling pretty good about it actually because you haven't gotten the rhythm of it now i've gotten in the rhythm of it and i feel like it's gotten a little easier for me to picture how it's working like right now that it's bigger yeah yeah so then i can kind of just sit in front of tv and knit mm-hmm. and not, It's pretty mindless yeah not worry about it so are you gonna have enough yarn I, don't I thought you were know. worried. I am worried. I'm still worried. Okay. Um. So we're actually going to go to a yarn shop today, and I'm going to keep knitting on what I have. Right. But I just want to see if they have extra of like, the yarn that they I chose. More, yeah. Yeah, and if they don't, then I might ask the owner to order me some. Yeah, because it was because, an indie one, right? Yeah, it's an indie one and Yu um combination, but I feel just slightly like the shawl is getting bigger, and I'm not, I'm maybe more than halfway done with the... Indie yarn. Right. So I'm a little worried that it's not gonna be enough. Okay. So we'll see what happens. We'll see. It's always good to have an extra if you can. I mean, it wasn't cheap, which is why I think we.
0: You yeah, know, didn't get one originally,
1: but well, and also I'm using worsted weight yarn as opposed to sport. Sport. So I also decreased when I cast on. You cast so on last I'm making yeah. a smaller shawl yeah. anyway, mm-hmm. so I really shouldn't have a problem. But yeah. you know, I just get nervous when I see the yarn dwindling yeah. and I'm not done yet. I'm yarn like, chicken. It's a yeah, thing. it seriously it's a thing. thing. Seriously, is so. I'm still working on that, and I'm going to work on that a little bit more today. And I'm hoping to be done with it really soon. like, yeah. maybe in like the next couple weeks. So me too. Actually, yeah.
0: I knit monogamously on it for like two or three days, mm-hmm. which, you know, it's one of those things where you're like, wow, I can actually get a lot done if I knit on one thing for, you know, an extended amount of time. Um, so I did that for two or three days and I got it quite a bit done, but then I started doing something else. So, yeah, yeah. um, so I have a good chunk of it done. I think I'm around the same place as you though. I'm on part, like, you know, it's a, the second set of wing two or something like that. I think you're actually farther than me. Oh, really? Yeah, Maybe. it looks really good. I'm getting it right now. Yeah, yeah. it, it looks, looks great. pretty mindless,
1: so... I love it. So I'm still working on that, too. Are you working on anything else? No, that's it. I'm I'm, I'm going to try to finish that. Okay. So my goal is that by next podcast recording, i will finish that. Okay. It's, it's a bold, bold statement. Oh, I don't know about block. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that's asking <laughs> why. <laughs> I mean, I just thought I'd... Check. <laughs> okay. How about you? I know you're working on something else, too.
0: Yeah, I, um... Worked a little more on my Sockhead hat. That's by Kelly McClure, and it's free, and that was in the fingering weight yarn, um, Knit Picks Hawthorne. I didn't knit a ton on it, but um, I did go to the movies last week, and we had some time before the movie, and I brought my knitting. And so I did knit more on the ribbing. But again, that one's on size one needles right now, and so so it's just going to take a while, you know what I mean? So tiny. But it's pretty mindless, too. You just... Rib and then like later, I think it's just stocking it for a long time. So. I
1: love that. I like to have at least one project that's like that, right. so you can watch TV and do
0: watch something. Watch TV, yeah, someone you can like collective. friends come over, or you go over there, yeah. and you just have like that mindless TV knitting. Okay, and I have one more thing that I started. I started a new project, and it's basically a sock yarn scrap blanket. Oh, nice. With mitered squares, um, they're all over Ravelry right now. I've they're seen Really those. popular, and they're I really decided I like, really wanted to start one because I have all these like fingering weight scraps. So here it is. It's not very big. So far, it's like three and a half squares. It's super cute. Um, yeah, and I'm just using scraps that I have. And a long time ago, someone offered me a bunch of soft yarn scraps, like a giant box filled with them, and I've just had them since. And so I busted those out. And you pick up stitches that use, you, you go so that I mean, you could do them individually and then sew them, but I really don't want to do that. Yeah. So it's just totally random. I'm just picking ones that kind of seem like they look interesting together. And um, for this, it's a lot of patterns and tutorials. And I think I'm using the Knitted Patchwork Recipe by Martine Ellis. Mm-hmm. And I'm changing it just slightly. I think her squares are, I think you cast on... 32 stitches and i'm casting on 40 stitches because i wanted bigger squares because i have soft yarn i didn't want to make teeny tiny squares i'm like pretty small yeah yeah so this is really pretty mindless it's really easy you just put a stitch marker in the middle and every other row you like decrease on both sides of it to make it goes into little decreases like little l's yeah so that's the other thing i started it's actually really fun like i found myself like at work thinking I really want to go need a square. Like, yeah. Well, I think it's know? really satisfying because once you're yeah. done with the square, it's
1: like, oh, that's so good. It's kind
0: of fun. I have all these scraps, but I'm thinking a lot of sellers now, indie yarn makers, sell like mini skeins. I saw that. And I was just like, oh, if you order some mini skeins, I'm like, wait, let me use up what I have first before I buy more yarn. So yeah, that's my fun. It's going to take forever. You know, it's just kind of one of those blankets I'll just work on in my free time and yeah. Um, one day it'll be big enough for something. I was
1: actually thinking of doing that with, I've got all this extra um, worsted weight yarn. Oh, yeah. Like, malabrigo mostly from, you know, if you do, like, a couple hats. Yeah, but then yeah. there's like just enough that you don't want to throw it away. Right. Or you don't want to give it away and you have nowhere else. You could to totally make squares. I was thinking about making squares. Or I was thinking about making sort of, like, um, just a blanket, but just, um, instead of little squares, just, like, a run-on. So you just use whatever. Oh, you just use, like, a garden yeah, blanket. so it just looks like a big That'd watercolor kind of. We'll see, yeah. That would be fun. Because it's all along the worsted, you know, weight area, so... I'm one of those people who definitely... I don't like scraps sitting
0: around. Me neither. I know they have uses, but I just don't want them around. I want to use
1: them, and then if I need more yarn, I just want to get more yarn. I always want to use them, too. I feel like it's not, um... I feel sad for them. Because <laughs> I feel sad for them. <laughs> they just sit there, and, or they roll around, and I'm like, oh, you poor little piece of yarn.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, I need creative. People are super creative about what they do with their scraps, and you can make, you know, hats, you know, using multiple colors. And I just need to sort of start thinking that way, you yeah. know, usually, instead of more of just, like, I'm going to start a new ball of yarn, which is what I usually think. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, maybe, I mean, I'm going to be making, like, a billion hats next year, so good. I might do that, so... Yay! Yay! So do you have a you have a finished item, right?
1: I do have finished items. I so say that because I'm looking
0: at it right yeah. now. Yeah. So when I was digging around for the soft yarn scraps yep. in my um, you know plastic bins, I also found some <laughs> hand spun that I had made um a long time ago, like years ago, on a drop spindle out of some sunshine yarns, superwash merino um roving. Um it was ages and ages ago, and I just made it on drop spindle, and pl- it's a two ply, and it was pretty bulky, which is interesting for me. Like I've been learning on a wheel now, and uh, it's hard for me to actually spin kind of thicker. I think my natural tendency is to spin kind of like thin. Yeah. So it was really funny for me to pull this out, and I was like, "Oh, it's kind of bulky," and That's I'd never nice. knit with my handspun before, so I decided to just ball it up and um, knit a hat. And, But this hat looks really simple. It just has, like, ribbing on the bottom, and then it's, like, kind of like a, like a long, you know, stockinette top. But I really, I actually knit it, like, three times or something. Because I, I don't usually knit with bulky yarn. Yeah. So I was kind of looking at patterns and just seeing, like, what the, you know, kind of yeah. general cast on is. Because I wasn't going to swatch for a hat. Right. And so I think I started off with, like, I don't know, like, 72 stitches. And I did a couple inches or more, and then I realized, I think it's going to be way too big. So then I ripped that out, and then I cast on, like, 56 stitches. Mm -hmm. And I was knitting, and I'm like, I still think this is going to be too big. So then I ripped it out again and cast on, I think, 44 stitches, which which is what one pattern I had was at, um, I think, for Malabrigo Rasta, though, which is a really fat yarn. Yeah. And I started knitting that about another inch, and I was like... No, I think this is going to be too small. <laughs> so finally, I'm I, this is, okay, I'm going to do it one more time. And then I think I ended up with 48 stitches. Wow. And, which isn't very much. I mean, it's bulky, you know? I guess I'm just not used to being bulky, so.
1: I really like it. I think the colors are really pretty. They remind me of okay. spring. There's a lot of greens and yellow greens. In yeah, it.
0: this is called Wildflowers. I don't remember if I mentioned. And it's, like, pink and purple and, like, lime green, a lot of yellow in it. Uh, it's really pretty, it's and it really was really pretty. soft when I was, like, uh, knitting with it, and I feel bad I ripped it out, like, a billion times, <laughs> and let me see if I can put it on for you. My head's not very big, so it's I, not, I think it's super pretty. I wasn't sure if I should put, like, a pom-pom on it, like. Oh, yeah, I could see it with a pom-pom, so maybe. It's kind of longer, like, when I blocked it, I, um, it was a little stiff. Mm-hmm. I think I used, like, what needles did I use, like, tens or something, but it was still a little stiff. So. I kinda stretched it out when I blocked it. So it feels a little like more slouchy. So I think it would look cute with a pom pom. Yeah, I mean, I think so. I still have enough for a pom pom, so I might add that. I just wasn't sure, yeah. I was gonna show it to you. Yeah. I like it. I think it's really pretty. So yeah, it's fun. Um, you know, hands been so cool looking. Well, it's cool too, because you made you like spun it and then yeah. you knitted with it, so it's like extra special. Yeah. So it's it's pretty. It's fun. That was
1: like a sort of last minute. I'm gonna make this. Yeah. But that's then of really course good. I like knitted like three times but you know. I think I think though but by the time by the like second or third time you ripped it out, I would have been like so frustrated. I probably would have called you and started sneaking <laughs> with me. I would have called you and started screaming about it. And then I probably would have put it away and not done anything really, I was definitely annoyed but That's I mean like, it's my
0: own fault. I should have done a swatch or, you know, looked at more patterns more carefully, but whatever. It's fine. I didn't it's didn't nice not really lose that much time so And there'll be a picture in the show notes. Yeah, I'm taking a picture in our backyard probably. Yeah. Later. So that way we can see it. Maybe with the bunnies or something mm-hmm. random. So, yeah, that's the only uh, finished object I have, though. I didn't really finish much, so.
1: And let's see. What's our next segment? Uh, cued. Oh, I'm the only one who cued something. I didn't cue anything. I I haven't been on, so because I'm changing jobs, I basically haven't been focused on anything except changing jobs. Yeah. <laughs> so there hasn't been a lot of queuing or Ravelry. It's been sort of, like, sad for right. me.
0: I mean, I only kid one thing, but I just wanted to mention that the Indie Gift Along is happening right now, and it's a thing that's going on on Ravelry that happened last year where a bunch of Indie designers um, sort of all decide within a certain period of time to put uh, a selection of patterns like their choice up for sale for 25% off. That's really good. Like accessories and stuff, and sweaters, some sweaters, and um, the code is gift along 2014 but you can go there's a Ravelry group called indie gift along and you can see what designers have are participating mm-hmm. and you know basically to stock up on patterns so that just started a couple days ago so i put a bunch of things in various carts and i'm gonna slowly buy them over the next week i think i think the the coupon code lasts for about a week but there's a knit along going on um in that group through the end of december and there's prizes and stuff so i have to check it out i'm not going to mention all the things i've queued from that (laughs) but i did cue one thing for sure and uh it's a new shawl by susan b anderson called the way it shawl and it's basically made with one uh giant skein of miss bab's yowza and this is a skein that she does that um is really big and it's like I think the yardage is like five hundred and sixty yards uh a skein, So it's a lot. And they're like thirty eight dollars, which is really not that bad. And but this is a great shawl because it's designed in a way where you you don't have to keep track of rows. Um it's like I think a crescent shaped shawl. You just weigh it at certain points. Oh cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. So depending on how much yarn you have, I think I haven't looked at the pattern I bought it but I haven't read it yet. It's probably one of those things where it's, like, you know, when you have 200 grams left or when you have, like, 25% underweight your weight left, this. left yeah. like, start decreasing. And it's supposed to be one of those things that she describes as, like, you know, pretty mindless. You don't have to count rows. You just have to, like, weigh your shawl occasionally. And, you know, if you do it right and start with, the, you know, I think a right weight, then you just end up with the shawl. That's it's really magical. magical. <laughs> so I don't have any rogue skeins of Moose Babs, Yalza um, around, unfortunately. I've been contemplating, like buying one right yeah <laughs> but i haven't yet i'm trying to be good for a little while but i really i really want to buy one just to make awesome. this shop i have to look up that yeah now. it's cool. really cool i think you would like it because uh yeah no row counting just chilling knit with some fun yarn and miss babs is, uh Yazai is like a light worsted so mm-hmm. it's not like tiny or anything mm-hmm. so yeah that's the only thing i've like, really queued and uh next we have retail therapy retail therapy oh wait i did
1: buy something you did but it, oh. it's not yarn it's not knitting related oh it's not no it's sewing related oh uh, you can talk about it okay.
0: okay what did you buy oh she's getting
1: up walking across the room to show us oh bought fabric what? so you bought fabric? yeah so my sister-in-law was in town last weekend and she's a big uh she's very good at sewing um mm. she knits too She's on rivalry. <laughs> and um, we decided to, for better or worse, we dragged muffin with us oh you made him go i did nice. poor muffin um <laughs> so and we were in there for hey, a really long time marriage, marriage. Is it is marriage do? that's one of the things about marriage yeah. your wife and and sister <laughs> want to go to joanne's for two hours yes you take them you take them you take them right. so my dear sister-in-law who's visiting from london and i and my husband the muffin went to joanne's for a very long time. Really? Yeah. You didn't invite me. I know, right? It was, it was last say, minute. Yeah. Yeah. It was last minute. And we went to the one in Santa Monica. So we didn't even go to the Northridge. Whoa, you were in Santa Monica. Yeah, we. It, it's a long story. Well, okay. no, it's not a long story. Actually, we missed the exit, and Muffin didn't want to turn around Okay. to get back on the other highway going north. Right. So we just kept going south, and there's one in Santa Monica. Oh, my right. God, that's crazy. Okay. Anyway, so I got some fabric. Um, wow. A lot of this fabric is I bought because I'm taking a class next week, this weekend, and next weekend. Oh, you got you signed up for a class? Mm-hmm. At Sew so LA. And it's a pillow, a decorative pillow class. Okay. Is that the store in Um, I think so, yes. Okay. And it's it's basically two decorative pillows.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And you stuff them, and they're pretty. Oh, so, decorative pillows. Sorry, I was thinking of pillowcase. Okay. okay. So I wanted to get, I don't like the pillows in the living room, and I wanted, mm-hmm. so I thought, oh, well, that'd be great, because I can redo those, right? right. Um, But... I don't want to make those the first ones I do because let's face it, like I'm, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not a good i Probably gonna be janky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we need like a little practice run first. Okay. okay. So I bought some other fabric that I thought I would get pillows for this room. As okay. other, which is for library slash yeah. craft room. Yeah. So the one for the library slash craft room, I have two colors. One is oh, this um, one's pretty. is not pretty. It's a dark gray background with. Purple, white, and yellow flowers. I like purple and yellow together a lot. Me too. It's really pretty. And this is actually a fabric that was made for Joanne's. Fabrics. Oh, okay. Yeah. So this is a Joanne's fabric, and then the complementary color is I picked out like a, a yellow that matches that yellow in the fabric.
0: Okay, it's kind of like a it's like a, mustardy, a golden, yeah, golden yeah.
1: Yellow. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty. It's pretty strong, but I'm thinking that the flower Wait, fabric is, is that the front. going to be an accent color. Yeah, I think the fabric, the flower fabric, is the front, and then the back fabric. Oh, is back fabric. The, I see. Okay, as yeah, the yellow. So okay. it Kind of complements it. And then for the living room, I got this really pretty um, for the. For the front of the pillow,
2: mm-hmm. I
1: got this really pretty bird. Oh, it's pretty, yeah. yeah it's pretty pretty. Oh, there. Oh, that was looking at yeah. the other side. It's this really pretty bird
0: it's like pattern, aqua blue with like these little like robins or something, like almost like hand drawn looking.
1: Yeah, and there's um tannish, yellowish branches, golden branches with orange, le- orange berries on, and mm-hmm. then the birds are just sort of silhouetted birds. They're black outlines, but they're still blue, the color of the fabric. Okay. And then that accent color is sort of this orange, um, you know, like. Viney. Yeah, this is like a fabric. Uh, orange curly as I call it. Yeah, so I'm gonna do that. And then I did buy, I'm just gonna show you this. Okay. I did buy this fabric um, because I felt so bad for oh, my husband who took us to Joanne's and then had to wait around. I promised him I would make him pajama pants. Yeah, I wanna make some more. Oh, those are cute. So he picked out this fabric, which is a black flannel fabric with yeah, like lime green. Yeah, yeah, lime green monsters on it. Yeah, look like little aliens or something. They look like aliens, they've got big teeth. That's cute. Those would be cute pants. Yeah. So I'm going to make him that because I felt, I mean, we really, we were there for a long time. (laughs) I mean, even I, I felt like, oh, we're here for a long time. And when we left, it was dark. So we went in, it was light, and then we Um, left and it was pitch black outside. And I go, we were in here too long. So, because, you know, you have to wait for things to get cut and everything. Right, right, right. Joanne's can be crazy. Joanne's can be crazy. So, yeah, that's what I bought. Sewing stuff. Fun. Fabric. What did you buy? Um, I bought a
0: couple things. The first thing I got uh, were two skeins, of Bijou Basin Basin Ranch, um, Himalayan Trail, which is a... Yak and Marine Yarn. Um, I bought one skein before at Stitches West, uh, but I decided I wanted to make like a shawl, and one skein was not enough. Mm-hmm. And then they had a Halloween sale. I think I think it was like ten or fifteen percent off, and so I ended up buying a couple more skeins. And I've heard really good things about this yarn. It's really lofty, and it's supposed to be really warm because it's seventy-five percent yak down. It's very soft. Yeah, and I got the colorway Ruby which is part of their... They just—they put out a line last year um, of Outlander-inspired yarn. Oh, of I, colors. Yeah. Outlander from the book by Diana
1: Gabaldon. And they have a bunch of colors. A lot of them have, like, Scottish names. This one's just called Ruby. It's great. It looks like a fire engine red, but not so deep. Yeah. It looks like a softer fire engine red. Yeah, it's a, it's red. a brilliant red.
0: It's a nice red, so I'm going to make a probably a shawl with that. Nice. So I was glad. I was like, what do I do with one skein? I kind of wanted to make the shawl, but I didn't have enough. They had a sale, so. They're really cool. They actually have pretty frequent sales, They're not huge sales, but, um, you know, like even 10 or 15% off. Cause these aren't super cheap. I think they're like 25 or $30 cause they're like, yeah, they don't. Mm-hmm. And ugh, the next thing I got was, <sighs> sorry, I'm bringing my bag over, were two skeins from an indie dyer called, uh, Desert Vista Dye Works. And they do mostly fingering weight yarns. And, but she has a really cool line of yarns called Zombody. Uh it's like a Zombody series, zomb- Zombie series basically and you guys have listened a little bit. You guys know I I like zombies. I do not
1: like zombies. Yes, completely scared. Twee is not scared of zombies. This is why we're best friends. Because <laughs> what happens is is that when the zombie apocalypse comes, I'm just telling y'all so you know. When the zombie apocalypse comes, I fully intend to run to Twee's house yeah. and live well, out in her car. you have an emergency kit, so bring it over to I you. have an emergency kit, but you have yeah. Twee Twee's um, trunk has like everything. Everything there? you could possibly need in a zombie apocalypse. So we will be together. Yes. And I will be less frightened. Yes. <laughs> so these are really cool, though. The
0: basis of most of the zombody colorways is that they're self-striping. But they're usually, like, two or three, like, regular solid-colored stripes. But then there's another stripe that's not an actual stripe of color, but it's, like, a stripe of speckled. You mm. know, like, speckled? Yeah, it's pretty. So it's cool. And this one was called—I wanted all of them, but um, I didn't get all of them. But this one's called Frank and zombody.
1: I can totally see that. That's yeah. great.
0: Yeah. And I think the stripes are, like— like, a limey green, a bright purple, and then, like, speckled with, like, white and gray and, like, pinkish red. Yeah, that's great. So, and then that was really pretty. And the next one I bought is also self striping, though. And this one's <laughs> called If They Kill Rick. <laughs> and it's inspired by The Walking Dead. <laughs> and um, it's just really fun. If They Kill Rick. Right? That's so good. So this one is, uh, like, pink and red and purple and black and some speckly bits, too. That is so good. So these are really beautiful. This is the Viso base, mm-hmm. which is 75% superwash merino and 25% nylon fingering. Um, Dude, that's awesome. One of them, the Zombody, will be a pair of socks probably.
1: And I think the If They Kill Rick, well, it's going to be a chevron cowl. Nice so are you buying self-striping because the we were, i was just listening to um this last stash and burn episode and they had uh, some some self-striping everyone's stuff. gotten self-striping fever and i got it too you got it too i yeah. was thinking i when because i was listening to it and i was walking and i thought i'm walking in the park trying to like do a little exercise right on one of my days off and i just listened to it like two days ago right. and i'm listening to stash and burn and i'm like oh self-striping sock yarn sounds yeah. really good
0: and you don't have to make <laughs> socks with it that's the thing like I've you know cued a bunch of patterns recently that are like hats, yeah. you know mittens, gloves, cowls. Like it's I love it because cool. you don't have to think about it. Yeah, it just
1: it just does it,
2: it, does it, does it yeah. on its own. It doesn't on I have no problem.
1: problems knitting normally. I don't need. Right. I don't need to think. I don't about need to write my own stuff. Crazy.
0: So yeah, those are the two things I bought. Awesome. And I was I was pretty good. So cool. pretty good, <laughs> as I like to say. Review time! <laughs> and review time! We're gonna actually review a book today. Uh, today's book we're reviewing is Three Skeins or Less, Fresh Knitted Accessories by Tannis Gray. And this one is from Inweave Press and retails for twenty four ninety nine in the US. So I bought this one. I think I mentioned it in one of our first episodes, so okay. Um, okay. So basically you know it's three skeins or less as you imagine. It's you know, one two and three skein projects basically to help use up uh, you know random skeins and also i think in the intro it said it's for busy lives you know because accessories and things are just quicker to make you know you don't want to spend a lot of time on a garment so um
1: what did you think of this book I liked it. I like the idea of these kinds of books right. more than usually the execution of the actual book. So, yeah. like, the, like remember the single skein, the one skein wonders. Yeah, so I, I think that I like the idea, and I was flipping through it, and there were a lot of, um, first of all... I think I mentioned before I'm not a sock knitter. Yeah, are there a lot of socks in this? There's a couple of socks in there, um, and they're very pretty, but they're just lost on me, right? Because I won't be knitting those. Yeah, Um, there's a couple fingerless fingerless mitts and maybe a scarf or two. Um, I liked a stole that was in there that was particularly pretty. I think that was the first one in the book, Mm -hmm. and it said it only used one skein, which I was really shocked at because it it seemed like a significant stole. Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, it's a skein of lace weight
1: though. Yeah, so it
0: is like it's a thousand yards of lace weight. So. Yeah. So, so that's yeah, significant. It's a
1: yeah, it's definitely lace weight. Yeah. But um I think I, I think they're pretty. Um mm-hmm. I think the the accessories are pretty. Mm-hmm. Um I don't I don't know how many of those I would actually knit, actually make. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I like I like the idea of, you know, obviously, as we were just talking about, you know, you have right. all these little random bits and bobs bits that yeah. you want to use and and this they they made a really good um yeah, a good, you know, well-rounded version of of what you can do with that, because there there are like you know different yeah,
0: there's garments items. and socks yeah. and hats and hats, there shawls, towels. Like uh, I thought there was a good range of uh, accessories. It wasn't like all socks or you know all mittens. I thought there was a nice variety, mm-hmm. you know, for people. Um, I think a little, people would. Like, I think there's a good chance that you'll find a, you know a good amount of patterns you'd want to make in this. Yeah, you know, there's a good variety. Yeah, and. um, I thought the pictures were nice, very clear. They were good close-ups. It's not one of those things where, like, you know, there's some model and, like, you can't see the actual knitted item. Or, Sometimes like, it's too artsy. Yeah, or the knitted item's really blurry or something. So, I mean, they're very attractive photos, but you can definitely still see what the, you know, knitted item is, which I appreciated. And this actually has some some beading, too, which is cool. They're more, a little more advanced. Mm-hmm. And... Um, And I just should note that Tannis Gray, um, like her name is on the cover, but it's not all patterns just by her. It's a collection and there's like some really, really, um, great designers in here like Susan B. Anderson and Ann Weaver and Kristen Kapoor, Karina Spencer, uh, Romy Hill, you know, as well as Tannis and a bunch of other people. Um, so it's like a really nice range. Uh, let's see.
1: What else? It's a good book. Um, you want to talk about the charts. There's a lot yes, of charts in here. There's a
0: lot of charts for the lace stuff, which is great. Um, I think one of the cons, though, um, the charts are, you know, I think a good size. They're not too small. Sometimes they're too small. But I think these are pretty decent sized, you know? You know, they're fine. And I think one of the drawbacks, though, was that I didn't see any written out instructions for the charts. Yeah. So I prefer charts, um, that's what I always use. But I do think it's handy sometimes to have the written instructions. And I know that some people only use written, written instructions. Yeah. So uh, while I know it takes more space and more time, like, I think it would have been a little preferable to have both. Yeah. I, mean, I feel like you would just appeal to a larger demographic maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, I prefer charts, so it's fine for me. And uh, let's see. I wasn't super into any of the garments, Right. There's a couple, I mean, because it's only three skeins, and yeah. so unless you're using something with incredible yardage, you're not going to, you know, and you're really small, and you're not going to get a huge sweater out of it. So there were a lot of, um, or not a lot, but a few shrugs and boleros, which
1: I'm personally not into those. I liked the hats. The hats they were good. They had like three or four hats. Yeah. And they were really cute and different. They were fingerless mitts, which I actually really love.
0: Um, yeah, so the garments weren't my thing, but there weren't a ton of them. There was like a camisole and a few cropped things. Uh, but if you like those kinds of things, like, that's, you know, I think you would like the, that part of it. Yeah. You know? And, and this has a brief how-to section in the back, just sort of a reminder with the abbreviations and some techniques. Uh, but it's not, you know, it's not it's not a how-to book, you know? I think it assumes that you already know kind of what you're doing, which is, I think it's good for this kind of book, you know? It's not, like, a beginning, neighbor book. So. Yeah. Uh, overall, I mean, I'm glad I bought it. Yeah. I think I can probably use up some skeins of yarn with it and make some fun gifts. And I mean, I like a majority of the designs, or a few that I'm not a huge fan of, but you know, that's you know, parts that's of with the course. Any book. Yeah, with any book. So, um, I would definitely recommend it or say check it out, you know, if you like accessories or if you have like, you know, lots of like one, two, or three balls in your, um, stash and you know want to find things to just use them up it's got a great list of designers and i mean i think you could find something you know what about you
1: something for everyone yeah yeah i i liked it i mean i think it's a nice book and um i'm not bothered by not having written Instructions. Okay. Sometimes used to, yeah. Yeah, because ever since Twee showed me how to read a chart, <laughs> that's been like really helpful. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I recommend learning to read charts, but you know, sometimes too, if you think a chart is wrong or something, it's nice to go it's back to the written and then yeah. just double check. So. Well, it just it just sometimes helps if you don't want to deal with blowing up the chart. Mm-hmm. Um, just to look know, it, Yeah. Just to like actually just read it. Um. But yeah, overall, I think it's a really good book for people who have a lot of these smaller types so quantities, quantities of yarn. Because mm-hmm. um, there's like, as we said, there's like a great variety.
2: Uh, yeah, there's a lot you're, of different Someone's going to find something. There's a lot of like,
0: different yarn weights to There's lace and fingering and worsted so it's not just like all one kind of yarn yeah, either. it's good. So I would recommend it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, and that was Three Skeins or Less Brush Knitted Accessories by Tannis Gray. Yay! Yay! Okay, what's next? Um, I think we're going to talk about an event we're going to today. Oh, we're talking about events. Okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> Sorry, my notes are like... On a different page. Uh, Today, uh, Saturday, November fifteenth. Today, uh, after we record, we are going to the Unwind Holiday Extravaganza. Yay! That's at Unwind Yarn in Burbank. Uh, You guys have heard of us, heard us talk about that store before. It's uh, one of our local yarn stores, and. They are having, um, I guess, a sort of early holiday party. The holiday extravaganza! <laughs> yeah, it looks like it's 85 degrees outside. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's going, it's, going, on, it's <laughs> going on all day, and there's gonna be um, special yarn by Knitted with. there's gonna be the Cornell ice cream cart, I think. Um, raffles.
1: Yeah, we're just gonna go and see what's there. Yeah, we're, we're, not
0: sh- we're not sure. We're gonna hang out with Stephanie and all the other, you know, knitting people <laughs> and see what's going on there. Yeah. And that's, you know, we'll recap it hopefully um, in a couple of weeks and then we next record. Yep. And the next thing that I am going to. Lucky Duck. Yeah. Is uh, the Pearlescence Yarns Pajama Jammy Jam. Oh, yeah, I you would like to go, because you can wear your pajamas. I want to so much. <laughs> um, That is a local yarn store up in Sunnyvale, California. My parents actually live in Sunnyvale, and when I go home, I usually go there to, you know, check out their stuff. And every Black Friday, they have a really great sale. It's the only Black Friday sale I get up for. I think it starts at six, and it has tiered discounts. So if you get there the first hour, you get the biggest discount, and I think it's like 40% the first hour and then after that it's 30 then 20 and then I think throughout the rest of the day it's like 20 it's still good if you come in later but I always go early to get the biggest discount um I bring my mom she hangs out and then helps me choose colors and there's like usually coffee and some snacks and um lots of people hang out and I yeah that's Black Friday which I believe is November 28th this year Yes. And, yeah, I'm pretty sure it starts at 6 in the morning. But if I'm you're, super jealous. <laughs> if you're in the area, um, double-check, and you should come. It's Purlescence Yarns. And, I mean, i got to start sort of inventorying soon, trying to figure out, you know, what yarns I want to look for or what projects I want to look for yarn for because I do try to stock up sort of for the year at that sale because it's a good sale. And, yeah. Um, so we'll see. I'm sort of mentally being like, what do I want to knit tonight? I next? think
1: that's a really good thing to do because I usually go to these sales and I just buy stuff. <laughs> with no intentions. Yeah. <laughs> no idea what I'm using it for. Yeah. So which well, then, obviously been, well, then that's when you need three scans or less. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Because <laughs> then I have like all this yarn and I'm like, I don't know what, what to, to do, do with this. this. But yeah, so that would be fun. And I we expect pictures. Yeah, yeah. So I
0: will be there for Thanksgiving and then I'll go to the Blackberry mm-hmm. sale. So. Sounds awesome. Yay. And the last thing that we want to talk about is a knitting party that we had here at your house. Yep, um, that was about a week ago, and we invited five or six friends over for a tea party and some knitting and crocheting, and watched Austin Land, which I love. Yes, I love Austin. Very Land. cute. And we thought it'd be fun to record a little bit of audio
1: with our friends and ask them what they were knitting. Yeah, so twee is interviewing our um, a couple of our friends. Yes. and uh, yeah, so take a listen. <laughs> I mean, I only have two. Okay, and that's all, all that's right, right. We're
0: here at Knitting Party, and I'm here with Peggy, her friend. Um, Peggy, <laughs> what are you working on? Oh, Peggy, tell us your ravelry name.
2: My ravelry name is Ping Dot. Okay,
0: and uh, what are you working on there? It looks pretty. I'm
2: working on a um, newborn vertebrae. Okay. uh, In, I think, inner Zen
0: yarn pattern called Enchanted. It's a really cool yarn.
1: Yeah, like, (laughs) oh, now I've messed up. I'm going to stop while we're (laughs) talking.
0: Okay. (laughs) And um, who's this baby vertebrae for? It's for my baby. Woohoo! When What do you do? in late February. Cool. Baby (laughs)
1: texter.
0: Is this the first thing you've made for the baby so far?
2: Yeah, this is the first thing I tried. It seemed like a good idea because it was open in the
1: front and appropriately sized.
0: Okay. Cool. Thanks, Peggy. (laughs)
2: Hey. Okay. Did you all see that?
0: That was exciting. <laughs> okay, now we're here
2: with Althea. What's your uh, rivalry name? It's Fruit Juice, but spelled with O's, like the cereal, so. It's not Fruit Loops, F R O O T J O O S. Fruit okay. juice. So what are you working on? It looks pretty. Um, it's pretty. Uh, I can't remember the name of this pattern right now. I'll tell you so that you can put it on the show notes. But um, it's crazy cables. Yeah, yeah. I've memorized the pattern already. It's from wow. one of the Knit Scene magazines. And uh, I actually really hate the yarn.
1: <laughs> Vital-
2: oh. I have a friend who um, gave me this yarn, and it's Af- Bernat. I want to say it's one of the afghan <laughs> four yarns, so I okay. kind of wish I'd picked a more open pattern that doesn't make such a solid fabric. Yeah, it's pretty dense. It's pretty dense. But at the same time, I'm like, well, you know, she goes to Toronto sometimes, she goes to Canada. You would probably need something pretty warm so, um, so this is for your friends yeah this really? is for it actually she gave me the yarn and then I didn't know I was supposed to make something from it and then she's kind of having a bad year and I was like you know what'm I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do something so I'm okay. just it's a kind of scarf, scarf yeah cool. it's a scarf it has um two yeah. like different kind of cable patterns. The center pattern is kind of funky. I've never done this like yeah. tie off before. It's like a ribbing and then it has like a yeah. crossover. Yeah and it crosses over and then it kind of makes a diamond pattern in the center and then there's cables alternating with rib on the edges. Okay. And I really like the edging because this is I first did this on like a Stephen West pattern? scarf which I yeah. still haven't finished but it makes a really nice like folded edge on the scarf. Mm. So there's no, you don't get that like ribbing. Yeah, like weird the, edge. Right. Yet.
0: Wow, it's well, it's really pretty.
2: I'm I like sure it. she'll In the like back it. It's not too bad. Like there's yeah. a funky ribbing thing going on cool. on the back, and it's fun to knit. And the um, pattern was fairly easy to memorize. So I just wish I could remember what it's called right now.
0: <laughs> we'll get it from you I'll later. look it up <laughs> Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, now we're here with um, my other friend, Allie, and she is crocheting. Um, what are you crocheting? I'm making a small blanket, like a lap blanket. Okay. For mm-hmm. my dad. Oh, cool. Do you know what kind of yarn this says? I don't think I have my other No, but we yeah. can look it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's navy blue and cream. And what stitch is that? I can't find it. Um, it's a shell stitch. Okay. Do you normally um, crochet? Well... I did eating. a lot of crocheting when I was a kid because my grandmother was the one who would crochet all the time. And she taught my sister and my cousin and I to crochet. Cool. Okay. This yarn, we found it. It's Karen Simply Soft. It's very nice. Is it for Christmas? Um, well, you know, it's as soon as I get it done, I'm going to give it to you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if, I, if I can possibly get it done for Christmas,
2: that would be really great.
0: Awesome. Okay. Thanks, Allie. And that was uh, some audio from our knitting party. It was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, it was really fun. So uh, our next segment is Spin Right Round. Uh, I've been doing a little bit of spinning in the last couple weeks, not a ton. Uh, I recently spun up two ounces of 100% pole work from Blarney Yarn in their aquamarine colorway, which is blues and teals and I think a little bit of white. Um, yeah, it took me a while. I had to free up some bobbins. I only had three, but I managed to buy another one uh, a couple weeks ago, so I was able to start spinning again. And that I'm going to ply with uh, two ounces of well, also pole that I already spun. Same thing from Blarney yarn, but in their fuchsia colorway, which was pinks and purples. I'm just kind of interested to see what they do together. They're kind of different and uh, since they were the same base and stuff. And I'm just going to make a two-ply. Uh, they look pretty kind of thin right now, so I think it'll end up maybe being something like a DK weight. I'm not sure, though. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. That's I, exciting. I have to see if I have another bobbin free or not, though. So I may have to take something off before I can do it. So. So. Oh, so what? <laughs> Kimberly did some sewing um, during her two days off. So, uh, talk about that. What did you sew? I, I saw see, some pictures. Yeah,
1: so I got a, um, <laughs> I have, I have a lot of fabric, and it was one of those days where I thought, huh, I should maybe do something with this fabric. Um, had you cut it already? I ha- I hadn't cut it, so uh-huh. usually what, yeah, usually what I do is I cut everything beforehand. And then on the, another day, I sew because I find that I'm I'm still, I'm, like, the worst cutter ever. I don't really <laughs> cut well. But yeah, I mean, I'm always, like, off somehow. Um, I'm always off, yeah. and I measure, like, a million times, and yet somehow it doesn't. One it piece never is smaller out. than the other Yeah, but, like, significantly smaller. I mean, oh, my God. This is, this is, and I took, I used to take wood shop class in high school. Like, I, I should really know how to measure and cut, but it yeah. just never works for me, so. What I did was, this This was, like, really, really super quick. Um, I ha- already had the tutorial from Very Shannon. Um, it's called the Bonnie's Drawstring Project Bag. Mm-hmm. And That's the one you used last time, right? No, this is a different one. Oh, it's one. a different one. Okay. Yeah. That. So the other one I used last time was reversible. This one's not reversible. Oh, okay. okay. So two things happened. One, I decided, hey, I wonder if I can wing it and just sew stuff together and see if I, I did can. did that it. last time. Oh, it's, it's not. You know what? I, I don't. I don't recommend it. Okay. Because so, I'm not very good at it. So this is what, this is the one that um, I did that makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> it's really long. It's really long. So what I did was I did this really. It might be good for like a spindle or something. Yeah. So I, um, the fabric I used is from, um, it's called June Song and it's by the Alexander Henry Fabric Collection 2010. Yeah. I believe I bought it at Pearl Soho when I was in New York. Oh, it's really pretty. And it's very pretty. There'll be pictures. Um, it's birds and it's got a black background and like rainbow birds on it and then I had a core um alternating fabric which is this pink contrasting fabric which is this like pink pink, Mm -hmm. so it's really pretty but what I did was I made I cut this piece of this fabric and then I sewed I, I tried to like sew generally what the um what the direction stood for, but then I thought, oh, I want it to have like a bottom, like a square bottom. Yeah. Did you square? So then nice? I squared the bottom, but of course, and it's it's fine. I mean, I did square the bottom. Yeah. But because I didn't make it like wide enough. Yeah. The the bottom, you see, if the if you sit it up the square bottom, like it's still the seam is really really indented. Okay. Because it's not it's not really wide enough to okay. have a square bottom. Like huh. you shouldn't have had a square bottom, or you should have made the square bottom wider. Yeah. Okay. Well, I should have just made the whole bag wider. Okay. Well, yes, so. it's
0: a, it's kind of. It's, a long skinny bag. Yeah, it's good for, I think,
1: a bottle of wine. Like, yeah,
0: it's I might put a bottle of, bottle of wine. wine. Yeah. yeah, I might put a bottle of but, wine. I mean, in. yeah, if you had a spindle, if you actually spun, you could put a spindle and fiber in there. Mm-hmm. That would be good. Yeah. Like, you can have it. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's almost long enough for, like, a, a swift cover, maybe, like a shorter one. Yeah, I mean, I want it to,
1: I want it to be used. Um, it's definitely an odd size for just, like, a knitting project, though. Yeah, it's, it's it's very strange. I don't know why I did that. But then, that's what happens when Kimberly wings it. When Kimberly wings it, you don't yeah, know if she's going to come out. Yeah, it definitely should have been wider. Um, so then I did that, and I thought, oh, well, this didn't come out great. <laughs> <laughs> so I went back, and I, I cut again um, the same fabric, so that one is um, much more regular size, And it's because I did follow the directions. So oh, I did follow the directions okay. on Mary Shannon. And um, I made the Bonnie drawstring project bag, And it is really, really fun. It's a free um, pattern tutorial pattern. Um, on their, on her website. Um, I made two bags. She has really nice knit patterns, too. Yeah, she's got great stuff. And she has nice photography on yeah, her. Yeah, really nice now. photography. Um, so I am not better at sewing, but I'm trying to be better at sewing. Yeah. And I'm still not a great cutter, as we found out. Yeah, I wish I had someone who just cut the stuff for me. I'm okay with this sewing i know the cut if you just cut it for me i can probably figure it out so this one has a blue um i made two one of them has a pink um ribbon drawstring okay. and then i made another one that i put a navy blue ribbon drawstring okay. on but this one worked I out really much better one. it's wider it's flat there's no square bottom so it just kind of folds over itself just fine. and yeah and then the can drawstring yeah so it just you just pull it like that oh okay and it's inside Okay. The drawstring. Is yeah, I've never made one with a drawstring inside. Yeah, so it's good. I mean, I'm really excited about this because it's a bigger bag than the last one. I. Um, yeah, that was more like a sock bag, even though you don't need socks. Oh, yeah. yeah, I just I I just stretch it out to its <laughs> capacity to put. Yeah, it's it's stuffed with a giant shawl. Right? It mm. is. So this one's really nice. So um, I really like the fabric, though. That is isn't that creepy? The birds the are really adorable. They're so pretty. They're such they're such cute birds, isn't and them? that's kind of why I did it for a project bag because I feel like I'm more. I think I'm going to use and enjoy a project bag yeah. more than, like, me sewing, like, something else that's not going to yeah, get used. Yeah, I just, all I want to do is make project bags, because i got a lot of projects.
0: Yeah, me too. Or what? just, you know, things. I could put lots of things in there, like, I don't know what,
1: lunch. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that would be great. Something like One that. Lunch <laughs> Exactly. So, that's what I did. I sewed. Okay. And it was... Somewhat successful. (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, it's cute.
0: It's trial and error. What are you going to do? We're not... Yeah. We don't sew very often, so... Yeah, exactly. You know... That's why I'm taking the class. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Okay, and um, I think that's it for our crafting talk, right? That's it for crafting. Okay, well, if you want to hear about non-crafting things, stick around. If not, uh, see you later.
1: Yeah, see you later. But you (laughs) should stick around, because reading and watching is kind of fun. fun. Yeah. All right. What are you um,
0: reading and watching?
1: Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I got to tell you what I started last night. Are you ready oh, for this? Oh, okay. Are you ready for this? Okay. I finally, I can't even tell So my sister has been on me to read this for, like, ever. Okay. And I finally started it. My sister doesn't read a lot. She just doesn't read a lot. I read a lot. Right. right. But she doesn't read a lot. So when she says that a book is good, she wants me to read it. I'm like, okay. I'm usually, like, okay. But then she told me to read this book, and I was like, ah, oh, I don't want to read this book. But I finally gave in. I started Fifty Shades of Grey. No! I, did. I, I did. just saw the new trailer yesterday.
0: <laughs> oh, no. That's, the, rea- that's the reaction yeah. I thought you were going to have. No. I'm, I'm <laughs> just going to put a disclaimer here. Like, I read a lot of romance books. Yeah. Like, yeah. a lot. And I do not want to read Fifty Shades. I've read a couple of little excerpts of it, and... It just seems really poorly written.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, well, it's
0: definitely. I, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I don't think it's well written. Like, I'm and like, I just don't think I'm be interested in the story personally. So, yeah. I mean, I. I'm telling you, I read a lot of smutty books, but I do not want to read Fifty Shades. Yeah. But I have nothing against it. If people want to read it, I like to call it the gateway smut. Yeah, absolutely. If it leads you to the romance aisle,
1: into other, what I feel it. is better smut, Go for I'm, it. Yeah, I'm down. So. Yeah, we really like smutty books. So, also, yes. I really like, uh, like well-written smutty books right. are just... They're really good. Crack. Yeah, yeah, they're so good. I mean, I'm not saying so I just started it okay, I, so I'm, no, I don't have high expectations about the writing yeah. or the story but I feel like it's just one you of those you can read things. all of them? The, well, the, the, I'm, no I'm going to only read this one okay. for now. but I mean you know it's one of those things where well my sister told me that I should read it and I feel like you know you I her. kind of want to know what it's about at least what okay. all the hype is about it's like Twilight yeah, you which know? I
0: mean, I like Twilight, which, toilet which I right, agree
1: was not well written. It's right, okay. but it's like, you know, one of those things, well, we'll see what the hype is about. So I started Fifty Shades of Grey last night. Oh my gosh, oh I my know. gosh. Mark it down on the calendar. Um, <laughs> Dang. Also, what's funny is that according to my Kindle, it says it's going to take me like 10 hours to read or something ridiculous. Yeah, so either my Kindle's on crack or like it thinks that like, I don't know, like somehow this book... It's like 800 meters long. Yeah, I don't know why I think that. So, give me um, your thoughts. So, I, I just started it. I don't think it's great, greatly, you know, well-written, but um, it is sort of intriguing. It's not, it, you know what, it reminds me of maybe, it's a bit amateur, it's... It's not um, incredibly, like, I just thought the dialogue was bad. The one, the stuff that I read, the dialogue was just bad. The dialogue's not great, but you know what? I'm not that far into it, so I don't want to, like... Yeah, yeah, don't judge yourself. Yeah, I'm just going to read it and see what happens, yeah. but I was like, oh, I should just read it, because I would seen the trailer, the second trailer. The second trailer, yeah. It came out just a couple days ago. Yeah, and I, I think it's funny that Fifty Shades is coming out on Valentine's Day. That just kind of... We're not seeing that on Valentine's confuses Day. confuses me. I know. So I'm like, um... Well, I should probably just start it now. We'll just
0: start it. So It's funny because since I read so many romance books, I think people assume that I've read Fifty Shades yeah. of Grey. Yeah, But no. But no. no. I have no interest. I mean, I have nothing against it. But um, yeah, it's the gateway smut, which is cool. Yeah. And I'm going to start
1: today The Winner's Crime. It's an arc by Mary Re- Lukowski, yes, Minkowski. it's a young adult. Uh, what would you call it? Historical and it's fantasy. fantasy. Yeah, and it's fantasy, and um, it's that's a, a sequel. S- it's the second book, yeah. The Winner's Curse, which came out earlier this year. Was it this year? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, and so this sequel comes out in March, yeah. 2015. Yeah. I'm really excited because I really enjoyed the first one. So yeah, I'm really like excited that. too. I'm
0: gonna start that. What are you reading? Uh, I finished a book by Nalini Singh called Archangel Storm, and. You've heard me talk about her before. She's one of my favorite um, paranormal romance authors um, slash urban fantasy. And Archangel Storm, I think, is the, I don't know, seventh book, maybe, in her Guilt Hunter series. So it's got angels and vampires and all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, it was really good. It was really good. I, I buy all her books when they come out. She's an auto-buy, you know, and... I read it. I already gave it to my friend awesome. to read it, and that was great. And I also finished listening to, as you wish, uh, Inconceivable Tales from the Making of the Princess Bride um, by Carrie Ellis, which Kimberly talked about, I think, an episode or two ago. Yeah. Uh, she had the audiobook. She actually had the CDs. Uh, so she let me borrow them. And let me just say this book is fantastic. Charming. It is, like, I mean, if you love The Princess Bride, yeah. like you have to, like, read this. Like, the stories are just so, like, like, yeah, charming and like, sincere and funny, you know, like the movie. Mm-hmm. And there's all these insider stories, the stuff I never knew about, you know, how, like, Elwes was just, like, 24 when it was, you know, like, Same. filmed, and Robin Wright was, like, 19, and, you know, and just how they got this amazing cast together, and... You know, how hard it was to do, you know, it was in development
1: hell for like fifteen years or something. And uh the audiobook is fantastic. fantastic. So do you know I'm gonna yeah, interrupt you. So the other day I had um my last day of work, they brought me out to lunch at this yes. really swanky place in right. West Hollywood. And um who comes in? <gasps> Rob Reiner what? comes in with his wife and sits down Did you say over there. To him? So I almost, I was in, we, like, it was like 12 ah. of us, so I was like in the middle because it was like my going away lunch, so I couldn't get out. But I said, like, if he's, I told people, I said, if he is still there when we leave, I I'll said, I something. am totally going to say yeah. something because I just finished As You Wish. I just heard all these stories and he's on the audiobook. Yeah, he reads his parts of the audiobook, yeah. which is great. Which is awesome because, you know, and he, Rob Reiner also has a very distinct voice, like mm-hmm. all these people have distinct yeah. voices, so it was nice to hear them talk. Their own words, you know, yeah. on the audiobook. But then when by the time we got done he was he lunch, gone? he was gone. But I so almost I was, I really wanted to just approach him and say, I just read As You Wish. I just heard you on the audio. It was Princess awesome. Princess bride is one of my favorite movies. You know,
0: and it was it's so, just so interesting to like, you know, even Rob Reiner, he was on a high, he had made like The Sure Thing and Butch uh not Butchcasting, that was William Goldman. Um she's made The Sure Thing and Final Tap. Spinal Tap. So mm-hmm. he was doing really well, and so like you know, they let him pick his next project, but like I think it was only, like, his, like, third or fourth movie that he had directed. He was really young, too. Yeah, classic. it's just so interesting and how, you know, when it came out, it was hard to market. And, you know, it didn't do super well. And, but just over the years, like, it just
1: became this cult classic. And so if you haven't seen The Princess Bride, you should definitely see see The Princess Bride. Yes. And then if you haven't read, you should pick up As You
0: Wish. Um, preferably an audio. Preferably an audiobook, like, yeah. This is how much I liked it. The other day, I finished it within a week because um, my commute's heinous. Mm-hmm. And the other day, I was going home, and my, um, the internet for my iPhone crapped out, and Um, the podcast I were playing stopped. And I was like, crap, what do I do? I can't drive another 45 minutes in silence, you know. And so I was like, I'm just going to put disc one back in. So I put disc one of As You Wish back in, and now I'm on, like, disc two, and I think I'm just going to listen to the whole thing again. Like, I don't, (laughs) it's really good. And um, they got most of the people who had stories in it to read it. I think some people weren't available, but they have, like, Robin Wright and Rob Reiner and uh, Christopher Guest. There's Christopher Guest-Reed, mm-hmm. Chris Arandon, Chris Arandon. Uh, you know, Carrie Ellis, of course. And he's so great. Yeah, he's great. He's, he's really he's, great. He's, you know, so charming. And I've always been a fan, like, um, but it just makes me like him even more. Yeah. Like, he's just seems like a really nice guy. And, you know, there's no, like, terrible stories of, like, anyone doing anything. I think everyone was just really happy to be on this project. So, anyway i'm just i just loved it i've been recommending to like everyone i know i'm like well if you have if you're in a book rut i'm like pick up as you
1: wish like, mm-hmm. no seriously and if you look at the book i actually picked up the physical book i haven't book. seen it, it yet it has yeah. photos that's what i heard mm-hmm. so, so you can look so what i did was i actually did them through the photos mm-hmm. but i'm not gonna buy the physical book like the audiobook i think is is just charming yeah the audiobook is
0: fantastic so you should definitely pick that up what are you watching What am I watching? Um, I went to see a couple movies. After, like, not seeing movies for, like, three weeks, I saw two in, like, one weekend. Yay! So the first movie I saw was uh, Big Hero 6, Mm -hmm. the Pixar movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, That was really, really cute. I actually had no idea what it was really about when I went to see it. I just knew it was animated, and it was based on a comic book, but I didn't know anything about it. Um, And it was really good, really sweet, funny... Animation was great, so I would highly recommend that one. Awesome. And then the next movie I saw was Interstellar.
1: Ooh, Interstellar.
0: Yeah, that was good. It was really interesting. I'm a big fan of Chris Nolan. Yeah. Um, so I was excited about this one, and we saw it in the the dome in Hollywood, just like the this big arc light dome. It's literally, it's like a dome. And so we didn't see it in real IMAX because there's only one IMAX really theater in LA, and um, it was hard to get seats because. If you're watching something at IMAX, you really have to choose your seats carefully because you don't want to be way in the side or way in the front because it's just going to be messed up. So, um, yeah, I thought it was just a really interesting movie. It makes you think, you know, it's about, it's shot really well. Um, it's not
1: my favorite of his movies, I don't think,
0: uh, but, I mean, I think it's, it was good.
1: Yeah, I agree. You saw it, too, yeah. Yeah, I think it, it's not one of my favorites, but I think it was really well shot, and there's a lot of really intense moments that... Oh, yeah. Um, and, and knowing Christopher Nolan, you actually don't know what's going to happen. Like, you're not sure how yeah. this is going to work, so... He just makes interesting movies. I mean, I don't think they're for everyone, necessarily, yeah. but... Also, a movie about space is always going to be... I really like space. I don't think we... I don't think we pay more attention... I think we need to pay more attention... To, to space, space and yeah. NASA and you know he had like NASA official on yeah kind of yeah
0: and he has a, he had a physicist you know like on call you know like so I mean
1: yeah I love that stuff I think that's great so yeah it was good and then and then what? <laughs> so we we both saw Interstellar at yeah. different times and so and then my next movie was Last Night which was Dumb um, Dumber Two oh God <laughs> um, so I did not necessarily go very willingly I didn't. I didn't put up much of a fight. Yeah, either. I was going to say, like, um, I would have put up a fight. But Muffin really wanted to see it. Why? I think it's because, and this is this is very, very true, I think we have a great, warm, nostalgic um, thought of the first Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, I guess for me, I actually really didn't like the the
0: first Dumb and Dumber. I just, I just thought it was dumb, and I'm not super into really dumb humor. Yeah.
1: So I have no interest. So I think that that's kind of what propelled us to... To do it. Um, How was it? You know, it was really funny. It was really funny. It's, you know, a lot of times comedies nowadays, they give away everything in the trailer yeah. and there's nothing left over. But really there was like a lot of stuff that in okay. the film that was funny that was not um, in the trailer. That's so good. that was really good. And then I think that Jeff Daniels and Jim Carrey did a really good job of kind of revisiting these characters who, you know, it has been twenty years, were they, but a bit different. No, they were like totally the same. But I think that's why it kind of worked because they really looked the same too. Like Jeff Daniels and Jim Carrey. If you put them next to each other from twenty years ago as Lloyd and Harry, there's not a lot. There's not a lot of change. Like they're. They're super kind of stuck in time hmm. with that, so it, it sort of just made me think of you know when I was in high school or middle grade school or whatever mm-hmm. you know, and I'm watching like Dumb and Dumber and it's really stupid and really funny. and I'm there with all my friends and and, yeah. s- and, and I th- so I think I it was a good movie, like fun movie. If you're a fan of Dumb and Dumber, yeah.
0: I mean, I definitely think that's who it's appealing to. Yeah,
1: I just like, I was never a fan, so I was just so surprised Muffin wanted to go because it doesn't seem like Like he seriously, to the to last him. thing we had seen was Interstellar, which is totally his kind of movie because he <laughs> loves space. He loves space and he loves physics and everything and he's like i want to see dumb and dumber too and really? i looked at him like what? what and and yeah and then we went last night so i i don't i recommend it if you like that kind of humor or if you like the first one you know like yeah. that many years ago you should go see it because yeah. it is actually quite well it's good it's at least pretty it's, good for it's not like it a bad sequel no, no it's not a bad sequel okay. and it could have very easily been a bad yeah. sequel because it's been so much so long okay. but yeah it's good did you watch anything else Um, I just watched... Oh, I want to mention... Oh, yeah. The canceled selfie. I'm sorry. I heard that. I felt bad for you when I saw that. I'm so heartbroken. If anybody knows anybody... There at ABC, ABC, you can revive it. Please tell them that I love, you know, and that was the major thing that was being talked about on the internet on Facebook was that a lot of people did not really care for selfie when it came on, but then as they watched it, they really liked it. Mm -hmm. And I saw like lots of comments like that. And that's the same thing for me, and I I liked it right away. And I think Alistair and I kind of liked it right away, but. You know, it is really, really thoughtful and, like, thought-provoking about how social media interacts and, like, changes the way we do business and our daily... Like, it's not just... This like fluffy little thing. Mm-hmm. It's really, really well kind of thought out, and I love John Cho. I love John Cho too. And so I mm-hmm. ABC. You I know, mean, the first season for a lot of shows is not great. It's true. But you should have stuck in there. You should have stuck it out because I think it could have been a big hit. Most networks don't. If it's like a few episodes and it's not like making the ratings, I'll just cut it. It's like, just disappointing. Just it. It's disappointing. So if you haven't watched Selfie, you should. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if there are any episodes left to watch. Um, I don't know. I mean, they'll probably put them out eventually on something, on some like DVD or something. Yeah, digital. But if you can watch it on the internet, or if you know anyone at ABC, please tell them. There <laughs> yeah. were lots of people that were really disappointed about something.
0: Yeah, selfie. I heard that too. Like, people were b- bummed. Yeah, that's a bummer. Sorry, dude. Oh, so angry. Sorry. All my favorite shows have been canceled. In I know. The last, you know, over the years. I want to write to
1: them and say, just make it for me.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> just hire a John show for me. Just hire, just hire them for me. I think it's just so good. Anyway, yeah, so that was a bummer. But... Yeah. Um, that's all I watched really yeah that's oh. it that's it I think that's the end of the episode that's the end of the episode and that means that Twee and I can go to Burbank and um, look at some more yarn yeah and hopefully um, go to a holiday extravaganza yeah maybe eat some ice cream more ice cream yes there's going to be some ice cream eating I'm not going to lie
0: yeah and I think that's it for us that's it thanks for joining us thank you bye bye you can find all the show notes at twistedstitchespodcast.blogspot.com you can find me, Twee on Ravelry and Instagram as fishgold182 and Kimberly on Ravelry as KimberlyBuggy. You can also find our Ravelry group as Twisted Stitches.